Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to another episode of Not So Popular. And on this episode, I'm going to be starting a series on a very, very important topic. Something we need to look into in the Muslim community. It's a general issue, but I feel like specifically when it comes to our Muslim community, we tend to not um give it the importance or the um the kind of emphasis it needs and we tend to try to play around it in a very subtle way i think recently though a lot of people are speaking up when it comes to that but um after having a, a discussion with some sisters i realized that a whole lot of sisters still don't understand the gravity of what is happening to them and yes that is domestic abuse and it's going to be a series because i'm going to start very very um slowly and gradually from how to know if your relationship is healthy to how to know if you're being abused to what to do when you're being abused and definitely i am not going to be among those that will tell you you have to keep pushing through I'm definitely going to tell you to leave Bi'inila if you know you cannot take it. There's nothing wrong with leaving. Talak was there because Allah knows it is necessary in some situations. So yes, I'm going to start on that note. So if you're the type of person that is always advocating a do or die, even when you're suffering a fear, well, be prepared because I'm going to be really, really blunt with this um particular topic now so to start this i'm going to be talking about um recognizing your relationship whether it's ld or unhealthy this particularly is not to be your relationship being unhealthy does not mean you're practically in an abuse it just means in its work like in, you need to work on it so yes, we're going to be starting with that, inshallah. And subsequently, we're going to build more on the issue of abuse. So now, um, there's a saying that goes, Arrafik qabla tariq waljar qabla dahr. So basically, it says Arrafik qabla tariq. Uh, choose your, choose your friend before your journey. That is your journey through life. Choose your friend before your journey and not just your friend like um, a female friend or somebody just a confidant. It also means your partner through the true life because whatever choice of partner you choose now tells a whole lot when it comes to the way your life will be throughout your journey. And also, um, that is you choose your neighbor before you... Uh, establish a home so basically i think these statements are quite straightforward it means the choice of a partner or the choice of a neighbor are things that are quite important not quite extremely important because in the long run they make or mar you of course we know that you making or marrying yourself is solely on you but they play a huge role in making or marrying you. Okay, now let's look at it. If somebody was um, accomplished a lot, you have your values, you have your principles, and then you carelessly 
or out of um, not knowing, choose somebody that does not have that um, that same ideology as yours and feels like, oh, you're doing too much or the person is actually satisfied with the kind of life he or she lives and they don't want to push further. It causes a whole lot of problem with you. Now, that is not even on the lane of abuse. This is just on a general level. So the saying says, that is, before you go on a journey, pick your friend. Before you start a journey through life, pick your friend. Now, that boils back to choosing your partner. You have to ensure that you yourself know yourself properly. Know what you want. Know what you like. Self-awareness. Be aware of yourself. Know exactly what you can take. Know exactly what you can undo. Know what you can overlook and what you cannot. In fact, make a list. Put it down. Yeah, I did that. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> I did write a list. I wrote everything down. Alhamdulillah. And I think this is something every sister out there should do. Like, it works every time. If you talk to people who actually went through the process of writing out their list, they were... At the end of the day, they were satisfied with their choice of partner. Not saying that their choice of partner ended up being perfect, but at least they were okay. They were, they were satisfied with what they got. And of course, remember that everything turns back to Allah. You have to keep praying. Your list doesn't make it your partner who he is, but Allah. So you have to keep praying. So now write a list. Write down um, what you want. In a man, the important was yes, according to your priority, the dean, of course, income, he has to be able to afford this, he has to be able to afford a certain type of life, average income, whatever. Just write every quality you like. And because we're not talking about how to get a husband here, I'm just going to, you know, brush through that aspect. Write down whatever you want. And now start praying to Allah based on that list. Be intentional about your prayer when it comes to a spouse. Be very, very intentional. If it means you listening to Allah, this is what I want. I want him to be like this. Yes, go as far as asking Allah to give your husband with the kind of look you want. I want him to be very, very handsome. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh Allah, I want him to be very kind. There's nothing wrong with that. See Allah as um, your friend and your confidant. And when you're talking to him, talk to him like you talk to your best of friend. Or it should even be the one you should use as um, a mirror to how you treat other people. Because you, be, you should have a very strong ties with Allah. So it all boils down to the fact that before you can actually achieve getting a good partner, you have to actually tie your relationship with Allah. You have to, you have, to have a good relationship with Allah because... You have to be able to beg him to give you a good partner because no matter how good you are, it does not guarantee that your partner is going to be half as good as you or better than you. So you write down your list and pray to Allah. And then when you finally get suitors, ensure that you are actually following through with your list. Don't be too strict on aspects you know you can overlook. For instance, height, you might be able to overlook height because it's still physical. But be very intentional, especially when it comes to the behavior aspect, the dean, the behavior, the mental state, financial, yes. 
that is also something. So yes, be intentional. And same goes to the brothers. Don't go ahead and marry somebody that is thin when you know you like people that are curvy. So ensure in the beginning that you're making the right decision. You've been with the right person. So that is very important. And as I said earlier, a Rafik Koblatori, because you're Rafik. Rafik is, um, the word Rafik is actually ease. It's gotten from the word ease. So your friend should be somebody that will bring ease to you, not pain. And we should also ensure that, and that is why it is used in the form of friend and a companion, because a companion is expected to bring ease. So at that moment when your companion starts to be um, a problem to you instead of uh, a blessing, then that is um, a huge problem. So yes, um, I'm trying to get straight to the topic, but this is also something we need to talk about. But if you need more um, information on how to get husband, uh you can get more information on YouTube, Honesty Talk. I think they mentioned quite a lot of information on their latest episode, how to get, how to get a husband. So, yes, that will be on that. So, now, recognizing your relationship, whether it is LD or not. So, this is for people who are already in it and the want to know, okay, is my relationship LD or not? Am I adding towards abuse or I'm still good? So here are some signs of healthy relationship from victimsupport.org.uk. So yeah, this is the write-up on it, and I'm going to read it out. So first of all, the signs of healthy relationship. They always treat you with respect, no matter where you are or who you're with. That is, every occasion, whether you're with your friends, whether you're alone, they treat you with respect. So once you understand that, okay, that's true. My partner actually treats me with respect everywhere, anytime, anywhere. Then, alhamdulillah, you're good to go. They are proud of you when you have achieved something. Yes, they don't put you down. They don't, they don't downplay your achievement and make it seem like no. And then they just come when it's time to criticize. They only come with critics. They don't downplay your achievement. Of course, before of course you can be perfect too. When you do something and they feel like you need to do better, of course they can tell you, "Wow, this is amazing." That means we need to start working harder to achieve something bigger. That's a good one. But not downplaying the fact that you have achieved something, like saying, "What you achieved?" This is like the the barest minimum. You can still work hard to get. No, there's a there's a huge difference between, "Wow, you have done great. Let's start working hard so we can achieve more. We can celebrate together." And what, so what's this? This is like the barest minimum. So yeah, there's a huge difference between that. They don't downplay your achievements. So you need to watch out for that. And all those things are things you can observe even before marrying the person. Just throw in some things and let them, okay, so I've achieved this. And you watch their reaction. Are there people that are actually happy when you achieve things? Or they're like, oh, what's there? something I've done, <laughs> you know, there's some people like that. So be wary of such statements. And some people don't know that it's wrong. So even when he says that, or she says that, ensure you put them to educate them. And then when you're educating them now, look at their reaction. Are they willing to take corrections or they just want to be right all the time? Yeah. So 
They are comfortable with me spending time away from them with my family and friends. This is also very important. We've had cases of sisters who ended up marrying brothers and they would not let them go back to their family just to say hello. And it's really terrible. It's really sad. But this is also something to watch out for because somebody who wants to abuse you will keep you away from people who can help you through abuse that is one very important fact so yes let's be wary of people who are not comfortable with you spending time with any other person they want you to be emotionally dependent on them and not have that um that several source of joy so that when this finally starts to break you you have nowhere else to go to you be solely dependent on them in every way they try to do some of the some of the things I like, such as sports, cinema. Yes, someone who actually loves you would try to, you know, do things with you, would love doing things with you, even if it's as low as talking to you, even if it might not be something they are interested in. But on a normal level, they might not be interested in it, but they just suddenly grew interest just because oh, their partner talks about it. And then you see them asking questions. It could be as low as when you're talking about these things, they just listen and they seem to be into it. So yes, just watch out for the interest. Are they really interested in the things you do? Or it's just, oh yeah, you play for, oh yeah, okay. Oh, you, oh, you write. Okay, that's good. Well done. And that's all. They don't ask. How far? How far with your writing? Okay, let me see. Wow, this is a nice article. Ensure you send <laughs> ensure you send uh, your latest blog to me so I can check it out. Or even before you send it to them, you're already on your page, they're checking it out. So that's a good sign. Yeah. They respect me when I say no or disagree. Yes. Um mostly before marriage, check out this. If you have a difference in opinion, are they willing to respect your opinion? or they want to be the one to actually have that final say. They want to be the one that actually has the final say and that's all. It means in marriage, when you finally get married, you would be in a situation whereby, even if he's doing something wrong, you won't be able to speak against it. So this is something you have to check out. Is this person willing to have an open-minded communication with you when it comes to issues? Okay. Is it the kind of person that will tell you, you're not going to work and that is it? It is what I say. Or is it the kind of person that tells you, okay, what can you do in the house? You want to do something. No problem. What can you do in the house? Are there people that want to discuss issues or just dominate the issues and tell you you are wrong, you are wrong, you are wrong, and not willing to take their own sides of the story? So these are things to watch out. And... All these things are also things to watch out in yourself because it might not be your partner. It could be you too. So you should also sit down. Am I doing this to my partner? Look at it. You could be the abuser. So it's not just about the next person. It's also about you checking yourself and looking at yourself. Oh, hope I'm not being the one abusing the other person. Because as Muslims, um, we should ensure that whatever we do to, our, to other people is what we can take on ourselves. That is one of... Um, the fundamentals of being a Muslim. I said in an hadith that um La Yukmina Hadukum Hatta Yuhibal Haki, my Yuhibal Nafsi, that um you are not a true believer until you love for yourself, until you love for others what you love for yourself. So yes, that is it. Um then they can talk about their feelings with me. Yes. 
your partner should be able to communicate effectively. They should be able to talk about everything. They should be able to talk without actually making it difficult to say. They should be able to say everything politely and honestly, not rudely, not in a very bad way. So if you know you have um, problems or issues with expressing yourself well, you can actually start taking courses. There are lots of courses on healthy communication. There are a lot of things you can learn when it comes to healthy communication. So yes, work on yourself before you get into marriage. And the other way around, if you understand that your partner has issues with expressing themselves and talking about their feelings, kindly sign them up for healthy communication classes or give them a series on healthy communication to watch. So yes, um, we assist each other. We can't all be perfect. So if this is your own way of helping your partner become a better person, and I think, in fact, that is a good way. That is a good thing to do because we should help each other when it comes to, you know, good things. So, shift people away from bad things and then enjoy people to do good things. Enjoy people to do good things. So, yes, if you can help your partner through it, Definitely, it's a good one. But most times, it's usually good that individually we work on ourselves before actually going to, you know, find a partner. Because it becomes more difficult if it's somebody else pointing out these things to you. Naturally, humans don't really like being told they are wrong. So it becomes a whole lot of issue or hassle when you are being pointed out. Especially if you're not somebody that is open-minded enough to try to see from the person's point of view. So yes, we need to work ourselves before getting into marriage. So still on the signs of healthy relationship. So yes, they listen to me when we disagree and try to see from my point of view. So yes, they listen. Is your partner actually listening to you or they just want to bring down whatever you say or they just want to seem like they are more intelligent or... So these are the things you should watch out for before marriage. And please don't be blinded by love. Ensure that you're actually looking at these signs. Be intentional because, sis, brother, this is your future. You have to be very, very intentional about knowing who your companion is and ensure that they are the ones bringing you Rafik in your life. So, yes. They give me compliments and say positive things about me. That is absolutely one of the first signs. And a lot of people could use this in a way um, to manipulate you, but it comes with other other qualities. When your relationship is healthy, they compliment you. They say positive things about me to others. So all these things, they are very, very, very good things to watch out for in your relationship. They have friends and interests of their own. Yes, very important. Ensure that your partner is not solely dependent on you for emotions and everything like that. Ensure that they are not you are not the only channel they have to talk to. It becomes problematic because when you're the only channel they have, it becomes a burden on you too because you get to be the only one they talk to. And sometimes you need your me time too. But because <laughs> you're the only one they have, they would want to keep talking to you. So it's only natural that as human beings, we want our space from time to time. It does not mean you don't love the other person, but it's okay to want your space too. 
everybody needs that time when they have to themselves they have to themselves and you know they just sit down to reflect on life it's very very important even when it comes to the process of self-awareness and self-development it's very important to um have that time for you alone where you met you is it that you reflect or meditate or it could be your time to talk to Allah about something so yes it's very important that they are not solely dependent on you for um emotions and interest and every other thing like that so they don't rush our relationship we can take it slow well in this case mm, let's be really really honest about this in islam there is nothing such as dating so yes in islam if he wants to marry you he goes straight to your father and he tells your father with the help of his own family too of course he tells your father i want to marry your, your daughter that is how you know a serious man. So yes, in Islam, there's nothing such as dating. There's nothing such as taking it slow. And what will be taking it slow in Islam is not actually engaging in premarital relationship with the person you love and actually taking a, the, the right process of going to um, their father and actually marrying the person. Yes, that is taking it slow in Islam. <laughs> so now... They ask my opinion when deciding on important things. Yes, this is something that involves both of you together. So yes, your partner should be able to tell you, okay, so we're about to get a house. Should we get a house in Magodo or Lucky Phase 1 or Surulere? Yeah, it's something you should always talk about. Or should we move to the US or Qatar or Saudi Arabia? Yeah, I pray good things for people. So yeah, <laughs> your partner should be able to, you know, talk to you about stuff like that. So now, all relationships are different, and depending on your own individual situation, you may need help to know if these things are actually like that. So it's actually okay if you guys go to visit a counselor, you take um, tests with the counselors and all that. So yes, you can actually go to that extent, because your relationship, as I said earlier, is very, 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 very important that you put effort in it. So now, signs of an unhealthy relationship. Firstly, they make threats and do, do things just to scare me. Yes, it's a huge sign of an unhealthy relationship. You do not do things just to scare your partner. Because what kind of love would love to see? Or what kind of love would make you want to see your partner in a state of fear? Or in a state of hurt? It's really, really unhealthy. So if you're the type, some people would say, no, I was just joking and all that. It was meant to be on a light note. But if you understand that your partner sees this as something scary, you should not push it, really. And, you know, of course, some partners are light. Uh, they take things lightly and they might fall with, they might go with the flow of the joke. But please, let's ensure that we know our partner before we put out some jokes. Something that might seem like a very nice joke to a particular partner might be the worst insult to another partner. So yes, it is important that you know your partner before putting out the jokes. But once you observe that your own partner is doing this thing, not just once, not twice, and he, has he or she has made it like um, something to joke about, despite you telling the person or communicating with the person that this thing doesn't work like this with me, then yes, sis, you have to watch out. Brother, you have to watch out. Then they put me down just to make me feel bad when we're alone or around friends. This is a huge 
red flag. Once your partner is, is trying to put you down at any situation, whether you're alone, whether you're with friends, it is a huge red flag. Run, sis, run. Well, not run immediately. A lot of people don't know. As I said, in Islam, we give people excuses. So, of course, we have to be very careful that we are not over giving the excuses. But we should also ensure that a lot of people don't know because we're in a society whereby everybody is um, messed up in a way. So a lot of people don't know. So we can actually help by assisting the person to understand what they're doing. And we should ensure that we don't just run when things like that happen. We kind of step back, um, put them through, and then watch out for reaction. It takes patience. It's a process. So yes, let's ensure that we don't just push them away. But then it's, it's a red flag. Work on it. If you don't run immediately, work on it. And once you see it's not working, run. Yeah. <laughs> so, and brother too, not just sisters, because it happens both ways. We can't, we can't sideline the brothers just because we have more sisters in the situation. But we can't deny that more, more sisters are being abused on a daily basis. So yes, it's only natural that I, I um, tilt more to the sister's side. It's only natural. But then brothers also watch out for this. They make me feel guilty if I don't spend time with them. Hmm. Okay. So a lot of us do this consciously or subconsciously. But then it's also something to watch out for. It might not be as... Making you feel guilty might not be as strong. If it gets to the point where it becomes a problem every time, just because you're not spending enough time with them and they can see that you're busy and all that, if it gets to a point where you have to keep fighting about it, then it's a problem. But if it's just, uh-uh, you spent, you were not with me all through the day, sometimes it could just be a way of rubbing body with your partner or rubbing mind with your partner just to make them know that you actually missed them. So, yeah you might not be too strict on that, but once it becomes something that actually causes a huge problem, watch out for it. They don't try to get on with my friends or family. This is also important. If they are not trying to become friends with your family, then it's a problem. And um, also, this differs. Me getting close to your family um, could just be me giving them a call once in a while. So sometimes getting too friendly with your family can also be a problem because um, they want to, you know, paint a picture of the perfect guy or the perfect lady with your family so that when you finally f voice out that you are actually being abused or anything, the family might not even believe you in the first place. Be like, no, it's too nice. No, he buys things for us. It's, it's so kind. It's so gentle. So yes, it could be the other way around too. So let's watch out for see you just have to be observant because nobody has the handbook to all those things it could happen in different forms so just be observant these are just things to watch out because okay they are consistent things in in cases of abuse or cases of unhealthy relationships or relationships that needs to be worked on so yeah they eat slap or push me brother sister run for your life yes i'm saying it run for your life this is like the height of it. If they eat, slap, or push you. And we know eating people on the face is even haram in Islam. So yes, if slapping has entered, you should know that that person 
whatever, even if he's the imam of a masjid or whatever he claims to be when it comes to the deen, if he eats you on the face, it means he has sinned. And for him to even eat you on the face, it means, and not feel remorseful afterwards. It means, oh, this person does not even understand one of the etiquettes of the deen, one of the um, rulings in the deen. So how can you eat your wife or your husband on the face? So yes, watch out for all these things. It's very important. Honestly, we need to ensure that the partner we are choosing is somebody that will bring us more ease than um, pain. Because if we are... I, I don't know. I don't understand why we would claim to love somebody and then we go as far as eating the person to... I don't know what message we are trying to pass, but honestly... It's really terrible. It's really, really terrible. Let me just keep it at that because we'll still talk about abuse on its own. So these are just signs to watch out for, the red flags to watch out for when uh, you're in a relationship, when, when you are supposed to at least take an action. These are the things you need to observe to take an action. So they leak through my phone, social media, or web history. Well... That's a problem too. You have you have to be wary when your partner is particular about all those things. You have to be wary. But sometimes it could be well, I don't know. It could be casual. It might not be as and sometimes it could just be us checkmating ourselves when it comes to our dean. You understand? So yeah, for Muslims it could be checkmating. Okay, ah, you have done this. Mm, you're watching keeping up with the Kardashians. Mm, sister. So I think that some for Muslims do, I think that's quite um on a simple level. But then remember we are different. For me, it might not be a huge deal because I feel like I have nothing to hide if you want to look at it. Uh but make sure I I can look at yours too. It has to be the same way. So if I'm looking at if you're looking at my own social media history and you are trying to checkmate me, are you also free of checkmate? Yeah, let's 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 be you know let's be on the same page with that. But of course, I I'm not really particular about this point. But then it's also something we should watch out for. If the person is too particular about it, you're talking. You what are you doing? What are you, I don't know. In Islam, we should understand that our husband is quite responsible for the home, and if he wants to know what is happening with us on social media, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, it could be him trying to help us through. Okay, so is this the is this the um, what page are you getting your fatwas from? What page are you, who who are you listening to? So let's check it out and let's listen to whatever you're listening to together. So yeah, sometimes it could be on uh, it could be on armful, but then you should also watch out for it. Don't be too lax when it comes to that aspect too. They want to know where I am all the time. Well, this is not. Oh no. In Islam, I think this is not a point. This is something we should actually, you know, encourage. Why would your partner leave the house and not tell you? Whether it's the male or a female. And for the female in Islam, it's actually a huge deal. You have to tell your husband wherever you're going. Because at the end of the day, the reality is that the responsibility of the home is on the husband in Islam. And then Allah would question your husband for everything about you. Just like he would question your husband for everything about your children. So, yes, it's important that your spouse knows where you're going to. So, yes, I am definitely saying no to this. It is okay that your spouse wants to know where you are at all times. 
for safety reasons. Like the world is not safe out there. So yeah, you, ha you definitely should know where you are all the time. So yeah, I don't, you shouldn't want, well, let's be diplomatic about it. If he wants to know where you are all the time, it means you didn't even tell him before leaving your house. So yes, you should actually ensure that you talk to your partner before leaving the house. And you should ensure that, uh, that now, after talking to your partner, okay, I'm going to my sister's house. And then he's still calling you in the next two hours. Okay, where are you now? Okay, that's when there should be a problem that Because it means he does not trust you. So yes, there should be a problem there. Nonetheless, you too should ensure that you're being honest at all times. And the other way around too for the brothers. So yes, I think the point they're trying to make here is when there is no trust. If I tell you I'm going somewhere and you're still asking me, where am I? Meaning, you're not, where am I? And I told you I'm at my sister's house and you're still telling me, are you sure you're there? Okay, then there's no trust. But then you should watch out for it. It could mean that your partner is quite possessive. And we all know that, and also jealous. But then that would be an, a form of unhealthy jealousy. We know our husband should be jealous when it comes to Islam because it's very good. But then if you say you're going to your sister's place, I believe... um your husband should trust you enough to understand that you are not going to go somebody somewhere else when you say you're at your sister's place. So yes, that would be all on that. That would be all on that. Um, they cheat on me or accuse me of cheating on them. Yes, this is not um something that is strange even among the Muslims. Yes, um, I remembered going for a seminar on marital abuse and a muslim sister she uses jilbab and her brother is also somebody on sunnah she literally said it that her husband sleeps around brothers seriously so yes and it could happen the other way around so let's be very very um careful when it comes to that because it means that our partner is committing zina and that's a huge sin it's a huge sin. And apart from the fact that it's a huge sin and it's highly punishable in Islam, it is also very, very uh, disturbing because you don't know who your partner has slept with outside. And then he comes just to ensure that he's using protection whenever he comes to you. Because you're not about to get your dis disease, at least while you're still working on it. But sis, if this is the case, it's committing zina, sister, brother, run. Okay? And... Of course, we also know that we can't just accuse somebody of zina in Islam until four witnesses have come, seeing them together in the act. Like we saw them doing it. Yes, that is when we can accuse somebody of zina. So this is also a very, very weary topic and it is worthy to have more scholarly opinion on this topic. So yes, but it's something if you, if you know categorically that your partner is actually seeing somebody and probably spending the night with them, you don't know if the person is committing zina, but it is also something to work on when you see in your relationship, take action actually. But for more information on your partner cheating, I think you need to go for a scholarly advice, reach out to your imam, talk to them and all that. So this is not the page for that. Like, when it comes to Zina, there's no, I am not authorized to speak on that kind of issue. So yes, the steal from me or make me buy things for them. Uh, okay, no, I don't think he's stealing from your partner. Wow. Well, it does happen and it's something to actually watch out for.
if you're not comfortable with it, you actually have to take action. It's something that means, okay, there's something, there's an action. If your husband can't tell you that, okay, I need money, I I need money, borrow me or something like that. Or if it's the other way around, if your wife can't tell you that I need money for this and she has to steal, then there's a problem in the marriage. Yes, it's something to actually start making action on. And they make me have sex whenever I don't want to. Well, this is a marriage and in Islam... In Islam, sex is one of the fundamentals of marriage. I think generally sex is one of the fundamentals of marriage. So um, it boils down to having a rafiq as a partner. Somebody who brings you ease. You should be able to communicate with your partner. And that is why it is always there. When it's To know if your relationship is healthy, you should be able to communicate your feelings with your partner both ways your partner should be able to communicate to you and you should be able to communicate to them so if you're not feeling well if you don't want to um do these things you should be able to tell your partner okay i'm not feeling well and it is part of being a partner it's part of being a husband for your husband to be able to understand that okay she's not in that mood let me shift away and give her time because i feel like that is really really important in our day we um it's it was a culture or it used to be a culture that um men should not care about people's feelings it used to be a thing it used to be a thing of pride among men or some men not all men because mashallah we still have amazing men so some men will feel like what do you mean i'm your husband and if i want it i have to get it of course islam says that oh your wife should always you know answer to you but as a man you need to understand that your your woman is also a human being. You don't expect that she went to work. For the women that are working, she went to work the same way you did. She came back. You sat down in the parlor, crossed your leg, and put your newspaper in front of you. She was taking care of the children. After coming back from work at the same time as you, she made dinner for you. She cleaned the kitchen. She cleaned up for the children, put the child to sleep, and did all that. And then and now you still come to her saying you want and you expect that she'll be so willing seriously there are a lot of issues to talk about when it comes to that particular aspect too but then it boils down to healthy relationship if you have a very healthy relationship with your husband it should be something you should be able to un- talk to them and expect that they understand um, my husband it won't be possible this night as you can see, I'm extremely tired. And for the man, if you know you would want such a thing, you should... In fact, you don't have, even have to want such a thing. Learn to assist. Even the Prophet assisted his wives. So yes, assist your wives in the house. And that is like one of the ways... In fact, the what a lot of men don't know is that when you assist your wife in the house, like it, it builds this kind of easy relationship with your wife. You bond in a very, very beautiful way. You bond well when such happens. So, yes, I think the major thing is that um, we mothers of this generation, we young mothers, uh, we upcoming mothers, we should put it in our curriculum to train our males to be amazing husbands. Because I realized that a lot of people in the past might have focused too much on the gender and left the other gender to gallivant but honestly i feel like 
we should, as much as we will tell the females that this is what you should do as a good wife, we should also ensure we are instilling all that in our men. So, yes, should not be just... Because that is when we have issues such as... Um, when it comes to issues of um, the night activity, you your wife is not up to the tax and then you're forcing it on her. It, it is because you have not had that education on how a female works. So we should ensure that we insert this education into our children. So yes, these are just signs to know if your relationship is healthy or unhealthy. So join me on the next episode of Not So Popular where I will discuss several other topics relating to abuse in a marital relationship. So now, our page remains not so popular on Instagram. It spells not underscore so popular. N-O-T underscore so popular on Instagram. I would expect lots of reviews, questions, and if there are things you want me to talk about, ensure you send me a DM on that page. That is like um, the page for feedbacks, reviews, questions and anything so yes not so popular on instagram not underscore so popular so on this note i'm going to end today's um episode and i hope that this will be uja for me on the day of kiyama and not against me assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh